this week's Quacker Golf Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Hedrick, and with me as always, Luke Rungart. How you doing, Casey? I'm doing well. It's a good feeling going on right now. We got the Masters coming up this week. Actually, started today. Yeah. And apparently that's a big thing around here. It's one of the most prestigious awards, or awards, uh, golfing events. It's the first major yep. of the four majors. So everybody's pretty up in arms about it, and why would they be up in arms about it? I don't know why either. Uh, I can tell you this, though. At our uh, place of uh, work, seems like every TV's got it turned on right now. So it's a big deal here, that's for sure. I guess we're... I didn't know that. I didn't know. Oh, wait. Yes, I did. Because you can't walk around without seeing a TV. We are a sports company, though. We we kind of are. I mean, we service the sports industry, so... We service the sports industry. We service a lot of people, too. Yes, this is true, but it's also the sports sports industry, so... Okay. Well, it would make sense to have it on at least one TV. You would think. You would think. Well, so, I don't know if you heard this or not, and I guess everybody else has been mentioning it. Uh, so, I feel like, since it is the Masters, uh-huh. I think we should go and talk about... The Masters. <laughs> I don't know. That'd probably think, be a good idea. I think we should add, add our collective two cents as well. Uh, I know it won't be the only thing we talk about today, and but certainly that's what we'll be discussing since this is the Quacker Golf Masters edition. Yes. So what I'd like to do, if it's okay with you, okay. I know you're the host, but right. I figure we'll we're a little bit cramped for time, so I think maybe, who do you got? Okay. Top, let's go top three and then a dark horse. Okay, top three. Let's see. I think you can't go with the odds. Odds has Tiger number one. I I love Tiger. Not going to be one of the top. I'm going to say he does finish strong, but I will say outside the top ten, probably around top 15 is where he'll land. For Tiger? For Tiger. Okay. For Eldridge. All right. Uh, I will say Ricky Fowler will make a strong fight, but I still think he'll be in the outside looking in as well. Okay. Uh, someone strong that you'll look, you really can't go wrong with the other three. So DJ, Justin Thomas, and Spieth. Yeah. But then you got Rory that was doing exceptionally well. Uh, you also can't leave out Lefty. Lefty's. No. He always does well in this tournament. Exactly. It seems that way anyway. Exactly. So there's a lot of – it's hard you because you really have a, a good 7 to 10 people that could easily win this tournament. And it hasn't been like this in years from what I've been told. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't keep up with it, but that's what all the announcers and other radio broadcasters have been talking about. So Yeah, there, there was another one that they were talking about on another um, radio station that Matt Kuchar – was uh, one that they thought would do well. Uh, not necessarily winning it. Okay. But, you know, top five, top ten finish. But for me, um, I'll go with my dark horse first. Okay, let's get all right, let's get this and out of the way. I, I, <laughs> and I hope when we look back at this later that he's actually in the tournament. But um, <laughs> Louis Oosthuizen, that's my dark horse. Louis Oosthuizen. Yeah. Who? Louis Oosthuizen. You'd probably have to do a little research on him in order to look him up. Okay. Um, but 
for some reason, I've always picked him as a dark horse. Hasn't paid off for me yet, but might as well stick with what I got. Uh, to win it, I think I want to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and say Justin Rose. I think Justin, Justin Rose, Rose is going to win it. You think he's got enough? Yeah. All and right. I'm going to go in the two spot. I'm going to go with Jordan Spieth. Okay. Because, you know, in two of the three times he's played it, he's won it. I think that's right. Something like that. He's done really well so far. And three, um, let's go, for me, Dustin Johnson. You go DJ. Yeah. Those are my four that I think I really do. And, I, and yes, I left out Tiger. I get it. Um, I just think with eyes on him and, you know, the biggest, you know, this is numero uno of the four, um, I just don't think it's going to happen for him. I just don't. Yeah, I think there's a lot of high builds around him, but I don't think he's not to form yet. I guarantee he has a better shot later on, but I feel like he's still too stiff. He can't get around. He won't be able to be. He's not the Tiger everybody's expecting him to be, and I think that's going to be the biggest letdown of the tournament. Look, for him, it's always gonna. it always comes down to his driver. I, I, I think his short game and, and the way he puts is – is you know still phenomenal this day, but if he can't stay on the fairway, he's not going to do well. That almost always dictates how he plays. And I'm not going to give you any spoiler alerts or teasers, but ESPN, this is later in the day. The tournament has already actually started. Yeah. And ESPN has given us a little bit of a a little shot of Tiger's first shot yeah. off the tee. Uh-huh. Pulled it into the crowd. I told you. <laughs> but, he did, but he did like manage a... to get a birdie out of it. So he it still, oh, he did, really? He did. He He's actually one under for the uh, after the first hole, I believe. Oh. Well, I'm kind of tempted. I'm purposefully for this podcast not watching it. Yes. So I have no, you know. That is the only insight that I do have okay. at this point. All right. So I will say that I don't know anything else that's going on, and I feel like We'll be all right that way. Yeah. And this is going to make for a better podcast. Yeah. And we're going to post this podcast hopefully tonight. So Wednesday or Thursday night. Uh, So check back. Well, I guess you're going to be listening to it for the first time. So don't check back. (laughs) Uh, Listen it out. Hang out. Let us know what you think after the first day, after the first round. Give us your comments and let us know what you guys think is going on in the podcast or in the tournament. Who's doing well? Who's doing bad? Who's your dark horse to win it? And you guys do get the little cheat because you get to see what's happening after the first round. So, that's Yeah, but, fun. you know, it's four rounds, so you always have somebody that comes out and, like, really hot to begin with, and then they almost automatically, you know, falter and just kind of go kind of nowhere after that first day. Right. So. Usually because the leaders of that day usually don't end up being the leaders in the final round. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's plenty of time. Like, and you can hit us on any of the social media sites, and we'll get definitely get back to you as in terms of, you know, your comments, your questions, or anything that has to do with the Masters, because um, Casey is on the ball with all of our social media platforms, right? That's right. I'm all over it. I usually get back to you within the oh, a whole 24 hours yeah. or 62, whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever hey, happens. Who's counting? Who's counting? All right, and we'll be right back after a short message. And we're back. So we're talking about the Masters. Yep. And so I just got my hands on this 
awesome circulating piece of paper that is going around to all the uh, security at the Masters. <laughs> I think I've seen that. Pretty so, sure I've seen that. The top of the list, and it is really funny, but Dilly Dilly, Dilly has Dilly. been banned from the Augusta National Golf Club. Dilly Dilly. Exactly. So, oh, okay. I've got the sheet here. Um, <laughs> do you do you know what Baba Booey is? Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Okay, no. Bob, Baba Booey is Howard Stern's like oh, buddy on yeah, his radio yeah. station. They always say Baba Booey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one was mashed potatoes. You can say smashed potatoes, but you can't, you can't say, say mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> you demand. We actually have a guy at work around here uh-huh. that always says, You demand. Who Who is it? His name's Jeff. Okay, Jeff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Jeff I is always. I don't know if he's just being nice and telling me all the time if this is his sarcastic way of saying it, mm-hmm. but most of the time, anything I do for him, you demand, Casey. Well, maybe so, he's being sincere. I hope so. I mean, otherwise, <laughs> I'm taking it as such. <laughs> I love Martha Burke. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I love this. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Yeah. Get a Karate Kid reference in here. That is awesome. That's awesome. Oh, nobody beats the Wiz. That's nice. Brando's my daddy. <laughs> rock and Roll Hall of Fame, or insert insert band name should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> um, what else? Jimmy Carter eats peanuts. That's nice. Uh, hey, security, can you pick me out of a sea of people? <laughs> R.I.P. Harambe. <laughs> oh my God. The things people say, and uh, and by the way, and if Justin Thomas is actually you know driving it, mm-hmm. can't tell him to get in the bunker. That's an automatic yep. ejection. <laughs> I don't see that on the list anywhere. Get in the bunker. <laughs> uh, security, can I have that guy leave? Dinklage for president. <laughs> um, Free Meek. I don't. I'm not sure exactly what that is. And a story skin. And a Castornstam. Yes. She's a former LPGA golf. She's really good. Is she really? Day. Okay, because yeah. we were trying to figure this out earlier. I have no idea who she is and why does she like trapeze? And why can't you say that? <laughs> I don't know why you can't say trapeze, but I do know that she was one of the, I mean, for the longest time, I would say a period of 10 years, she dominated the LPGA. Really? Uh, when she, I was, is she re- retiring now? I don't know if she plays anymore or not. I haven't seen her name in years. Okay. Uh, I know my ex-wife used to be that used to be her favorite golfer okay she used to watch her all the time so my ex-wife is better at golf than i am i I used to watch michelle Wee. yeah that was the only she just won a tournament i thought did she i'm pretty sure she did i thought she was doing well i didn't even know she was still playing until the other day yeah i i downloaded this app that helps me with my swing adjustments Mm mm-hmm it's not working, but (laughs) she's definitely out there giving tutorials and i think that's how my game is rapidly (laughs) Kind of improving. So Michelle Wee gives you the pointers. Yeah, Michelle really? Wee is one of the uh, how to fix my golf swing kind of people. Huh. Who knew? I know. I was really impressed to see that sponsors, right? Sponsors. Activate the glutes. That's the last one I'm gonna say. Sorry. <laughs> activate <laughs> Tiger. She's got to activate the glutes, man. She's got to activate it. Okay. So dilly dilly. So yes. just circle back to that. Okay. Well, Bud Light, with a sense of humor as they do, came back and posted this on Twitter last night, 
Uh, and he says, our king weighs in on the Dilly Dilly band. <laughs> and they have this picture, and it says, hear ye, hear ye. Your king hath returned word that the guards of the green jacket plan to escort any patron who dare utter Dilly Dilly off your yawn premises. <laughs> Except for myself, I'm against tyranny in all forms. So, I have instructed my royal tailors to make a thousand Dilly Dilly shirts that can be delivered to Georgia, that shall be delivered to Georgia, in a time for the festivities. So, for thou canst say Dilly Dilly, thou shalt still wear Dilly Dilly. Your friendship and beer, King John Barley the Fourth. Nice. That is awesome. That is epic. That is probably the coolest thing, funniest thing I've heard in such a long time. Like, Yeah, I think Bud Light Bud and Light. Wendy's yes, Wendy's. has some of the best Twitter responses I think I've ever seen in my I entire life. I think they go back and forth. When, didn't Wendy's actually have like a Twitter response with like, I want to say like Minute Maid or something? Oh, yeah. They they've came been in, back together. And... They've been in Twitter battles with numerous different uh, either companies or people. They're They're brutal. I, ruthless. I'm I'm impressed with Wendy's. I like Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's is awesome. I mean, not, not necessarily the food. Yeah. Okay, their food a little bit. Their food's okay. I just don't dig on their fries, man. The fries the, are too big. Really? They're like real. You like the thin thick. little? Oh yeah, shoestring fries shoe, all day. Shoe, no, I can't do the shoestring fries. Louis has great shoestring fries. They do, and they got their pizzas. Their pizzas are really good too. Their pizzas are fantastic. And I can never know. All right, I know we're like throwing another sponsor right now, but it's totally wrong. <laughs> And it's lunchtime, so I blame everybody for this. Okay, when I go to Louis, I literally am the last person to order mm-hmm. because I'm always stuck on. Okay, everything on that menu is amazing, and yeah. it always comes down to like three different things, and it comes down to the pizza. Yeah. Oh, that's always yeah. It's always on the list. Oh, you have to. It has to. The burger. Oh, great burgers. Amazing burgers. And they'll cook to order too. Oh yes. Like because I get mine medium. See, that's why I get medium, medium. Oh well. yeah, it's, nice little pink. Yeah, to see it. Gotta yeah. Love the pink inside. Oh yeah, fantastic. Oh, love so the pink hungry. inside. And then, <laughs> and then you have the uh, the chicken Caesar wrap. And when you're feeling healthy, that's the that's the uh, shot I go. It's a good thing there are no photos on on yeah. uh, any of this uh, <laughs> any of this podcast because yeah. obviously, I do not care about health all that much. I I do. I, I'm on a good diet are usually you? all the time. Yeah, no, not me. Yeah, wife and I uh, are pretty adamant about it sometimes. <laughs> she more than I am. She's incredible. I'm telling you, I I try my best, but I can't even hold a candle to her. Like, yeah, I don't have those problems. Cause, um, well, I I say problems. You you say you know. Isn't that a problem? The I mean, point of view. Yeah. <laughs> since I am not married, it's so. all about perspective. Right? <laughs> yeah, perspective. I guess. All right. Well, we'll be right back. We're going to take another quick break. And when we do come back, we're going to kind of see uh, what we can do about this week's Quacker Award. And also, we're going to have a uh, fun little discussion about my last episode at playing the uh, Westwood Golf Course here in uh, Norman. Really? Yeah. So we'll catch you right back after the message. What's up, everybody? We're back. This is Casey and Luke. Uh, same two people that you heard at the beginning of the show is still going on now. We're still here. I haven't died yet. Yeah. I am starving, though, so it does 
Kind of creepy in that way. Yeah, stomach is definitely growling. Yeah, I'm not used to this early lunches, but <laughs> but we'll get it going. Uh, well, I usually hear at six every day, so yeah. How By the time you, eleven comes how around, how do you do that? Uh, okay, so is it called a country lunch if you're up there at six? I mean, it's a brunch lunch, a brunch I, I lunch? suppose. Yeah. Uh, if you want to call it that, but yeah, I've always since. Generally, I don't show up before or after seven at all. Usually, I'm hungry by eleven. So, and and then that that you, if you're going to a restaurant, there's no one there, so you're seated immediately. Whatever, like old people are there. No, 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 not the place I go. Oh, I go like if I go to Louis, there is no one in there when I walk in there. That's weird. Well, they probably just opened up the door two minutes ago. That's what I'm saying. That's weird. So you, you hit it when, the, when there's nobody there. You don't have to wait on your food, <clears> and boom. Your food's there. You're in and out. Okay. Well. Yeah. That's why yeah. I go to eleven. We'll see. I usually go later. I go at like the one o'clock crowd. So that lunch crowd has kind of died out, and now I'm back at it again. And oh, that's a that's a fair thing because I would either do it one of that way. If I didn't go to eleven, I would go at like one or two. I, I made the mistake one time of going during like a high school like oh. lunch. Oh no. I literally went to like Canes or some chicken restaurant around here yeah pulled in and the line was literally two blocks long and i was like you know what i don't really want to be around those kids yeah or wait in line for yeah. all this stuff food so, isn't that important no not at all no especially when they're I'm gonna go starving and crying in a corner 215 year old 16 year olds hanging around oh, God, no thank you scares so speaking of 16 year olds and kids scaring me i went up to uh westwood i think last week and the Norman North kids were out practicing. Now, were they on the course, or were they... Okay, at this point, before I went, they were actually on the... Uh, they're actually chipping, putting, and driving. Yeah. And these little kids scare me. I I think I should have been a golfer in high school. I didn't think it was going to be cool. Yeah. I didn't think I'd actually, you know... Oh, don't worry, dude. Like, like when we were when okay. I was in high school, man, there were like two or three guys that you knew that played golf. That was it. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. And there was sh- literally a school of kids out there. Shockingly enough, none of those guys play golf <laughs> professionally. So, but you know, Tiger Woods changed that. I believe that. I think like from from the perspective of an iconic individual that changed the whole realm of the, the golf. realm of golf. Yeah, I mean, he was something that no one had ever seen. Kids started saying, you know, hey, I want to be like Tiger. So more kids started picking up golf clubs. He st- he himself started a bunch of, you know, kids programs that, you know, promoted the game of golf. And, and so now you have, you know, the trickle-down effect, which has not gone away. I mean, yeah, like I said, when I was in high school, there were like two or three guys that I knew that actually went out for golf. Yeah. Now I mean, I you've got 25. So. Yeah, and you know, that's versus. exactly what I saw out there. Yeah. And then the funny thing is, I'm glad you brought that up. So, circling it back to the Masters talk, Mm -hmm. you have players like Justin Thomas, who grew up watching Watching Tiger Tiger, side by side. He happened to be a club pro, or he actually happened to be, his daddy was on the pro tour. Yeah, okay. So, he actually got to see Tiger firsthand. Yeah. And got to see his mannerisms, got to see how he plays, got to see how he, how to act on the golf course. And now... Sometimes. Yeah, trust me. (laughs) No, but you're right. Like he, like Jordan Spieth was one of the first ones that said, "Yeah, I watched Tiger growing up. Like Tiger was awesome." Like, yeah, Tiger. What Tiger 
was to golf what Jordan was to basketball. Agreed. He, even though we talked about last time, he's maybe not in the Hall of Fame, and I didn't double check it to see if it recently <laughs> updated after our podcast. Like, oh yeah. wait, we screwed up. Thanks for yeah. Quacker Golf for updating us. Yeah. But at the same time, he is the Jordan of golf. Like, why no, wouldn't he? Like, he... I mean, they have all sorts of things in common. I'm going to go off on a, on a comedy rant here for a minute. They both dominated the game. Yes. They both love to gamble. Yes. They both love a lot of women. Uh-huh. And uh, so, yeah, I mean. Both happily married. And Well, I don't think Tiger's happily married anymore. Was. Was. At the time. Until he freaked out. Yeah. Wrecked a Went tiger, bends into a tree a, and took a nine iron to the window. <laughs> no, whatever. And then look like me on a Sunday morning after you know seventy pounds of tramadol. Oh my goodness. Anyways, sorry, going off on. But anyways, yeah. yes, uh, they they did um, change. You the know, dynamic of golf. The dynamic they of their, of their, their games. Yeah. And that's what Tiger did with us. Tiger mm-hmm. was the spark that we all needed, that golf needed, and we continue to talk about. Because let's be honest, if Tiger was in a plane right now, if he was still hurt with his back issues, yeah, the Masters wouldn't be as bright as it is now. Oh no no no, there wouldn't it would be half still as be much. As dull as the intro music to the Masters. <laughs> yes, you are not lying. That yeah, they got to work on that. I agree. They're using the same elevator music that they started back in like eighteen eighteen. I mean, it's ridiculous. They're all about tradition, though. It's about tradition. Snobby, stuck-up traditions. Yes, I will agree with you there. It, like, yeah, they are, I mean, golf. Look, we all know the etiquette of golf. Golf uh, is a gentleman, right. is a quote unquote, gentleman sport. sport, and stuff like that. But hey, man, it's 2018, not 1818. We gotta, you know, spruce it up a little bit. Yeah, like I talked about earlier, waste management open, perfect example. Everybody gets to act a fool, and the golfers still shoot 20 under. No, okay. So, yes, I completely agree. I think it's even better. So, yesterday, Wednesday, we mm-hmm. had the Par 3 contest. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere there was so much better, so much, it was so lively and fun and exciting. And you're seeing, like, Arnie, no, oh, wow, Jack Nicholson, <laughs> not Arnold Palmer. Or Jack Nicholas. Jack Nichol- N- Nicholas, not Nicholson. <laughs> He's the actor. Yeah. My bad. Wrong person. <laughs> Just what Jack Nichols. That clarification. He's over, He's out there. He's playing in the contest, and he's actually competing. Yeah. Like, he's legit oh, yeah. top five. Yeah, it's like 900 and still, like, hitting it, you know, perfect. Oh. But the, the cooler part, which, which was what we were talking about earlier, is his son. Oh, yes. On the par three. His son, what was it? I don't, I don't even know his name. I don't know his name I don't know either. his age. I don't, I don't know, know how old either. he is. But <laughs> that, man, that kid, yeah. his grandson, hit a hole-in-one. And it was a beautiful hit. Yeah. It had a nice little backspin. It, like, paused for a second. And, and then, then it just, like, down slowly, the nice and slow. slowly, slowly. And it just started slowly picking up steam, picking up steam, building up momentum. And then it just found its way right into the cup and just... I have to I have to give them or bust on them a little bit for their celebration. <laughs> it, it was a little bit stiff. Like, I mean, granted... Look, I've never made a hole in one. You made I've a hole in one. Okay, either. so I don't know how I would react, but he—I mean, there were some high fives and some hugging and stuff like that. But man, you just sunk a hole in one in front of your grandfather or father, whoever. Yeah, not just your grandfather, like, Jack Nicholson, N- Nicholas. Yeah, there Nicholas, <laughs> Nicholas. Yes. Yeah, I mean, in, at the Masters, in front of everybody, as you're caddying. Yes. 
Like, as your caddy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, all that, you got to say. That's a once. That's a once in a lifetime thing. That if that happens again, I will be extremely surprised. Think of how yeah. hard it is to hit a hole in one to begin with. Right. And then let alone have a son yeah. do it just like that. Yeah. Well, just a couple minutes after that or before that, Justin Thomas mm. had his dad who. Well, what you mentioned earlier. Yeah. He was caddying for Justin Thomas the entire time. Yeah. And it was really cool to see that group of guys that they were together. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan Spieth, mm-hmm. Justin Thomas, and Ricky Fowler all hanging out together golfing oh, that's in a par three cool. contest. So the entire time they're gambling on who's buying dinner that night. <laughs> oh, nice. No, but that's the kind of that's the kind of youth you need. Like, I mean, I get that you know right. guys like like the Tom Watsons of the world and and the Gary Players and all those, you know. It's just a different feel with these younger guys. They're, right. you know, of our day and age. So, yeah, things are going to be a lot different, but they seem to keep it more fun and more, you know. Exactly. And what I was getting at was, speaking of the caddies, well, Justin Thomas's dad, the ex-PGA mm-hmm. player, was his caddy. Yeah. And so his shot, so just like Jack Nicholson let his, let his, let his grandson, his caddy, hit, yeah. Justin let his dad hit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was still still on that whole, t- you know, that whole master's tradition of skipping the water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went straight into the water. Like, it was like six feet in front of him. Just totally whoop, whoop, duffed it. And, <laughs> and went straight in the water. <laughs> and you just kind of look around and go, wow. Um, whoops. He's hey, like, you're on TV, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> he starts rubbing his shoulder like, oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh, I, oh, oh. I meant to do that. It was... can, can, I, can I have a mulligan? Exactly. Like, my I, shoulder. I wasn't ready for this. Yeah. Like, you knew it was coming. But speaking of the par three, that brings us to a cracker award. Oh, yes. So, we'll first out bring out, we did have, we were talking about celebrations earlier. Yeah. And we'll talk about the runner-up first. Okay. All right. We had Fair. two this week, and the first runner-up was Ian Poehler. Poulter? Poulter. Poulter. Uh, and his celebration. I'm sorry, but <laughs> celebrations are few and far between. Like, good celebrations are few and far between. You have the iconic Tiger Woods, like, fist pump, holding it up. You have, what, two or three other different guys, like the Jack Nicholson's. The celebra- oh, the Justin Thomas a couple weeks back when the missed high fives. Yeah. So you have like this array of like good and bad and a lot more. Bad I think than they good. should teach a class like at the uh, beginning of like when like, like the they're in their school. downtime, and like proper you know celebration, celebration techniques techniques for young aspiring golfers and pros. You know, I, I think, think that should definitely happen. Which is great because it's going to lead into our other one. But Ian, in his proud moment, decided to go from the Tiger Woods. Like uppercut yes. of sorts to the I'm going to pound my chest as hard as I can as many times as I can to get myself pumped up. I guarantee you the guy has a bruise the size of his fist, <laughs> if not like an apricot, like just a pineapple maybe. Yeah, just on the side of his chest. Why would you? Why? Why is that necessary? You're gonna be you, sore tomorrow. You're, that's uncalled for. And you got the masters this do week. Do somersault or something. Yeah, like do a backflip. Yeah. Be be creative. <laughs> chest bump. Chest bump. <laughs> chest, uh, yeah, just rapping. But I loved it. I loved the excitement that he had. I loved the fact that he won it in a playoff, and he came back, and he was full of adrenaline. Why not? 
So, you know, more praise to the man. Yes, but you always have to be careful yes. when celebrating. And on that note, this week's Quacker Award goes to... Tony. Oh, I, I, I forgot his name. Sorry. He aerated that. <laughs> I was trying to set you up for this. Uh, sorry, dude. I forgot his it name. It was uh, Tony Ferrando? Ferrando. Ferrando? F-I-E-R-E-N-D. Hold on. Fiorendo? There you go. I is think that's that how it is. Let's see if we can get a pronunciation. Can we get a ruling? Anybody? Ruling? Tony Fineo Golf. Well, okay. so crazy day yesterday. He was playing in the par three contest. Hits a hole in one. Mm-hmm. Celebrating. Oh, jumping oh, yes. for joy down the jumping, course. Going backwards, jumping up and down, comes down on his left foot, rolls it, and not only rolls it, but dislocates that was disgusting. his left foot. <laughs> and by far the most nastiest thing. Dude, I thought his I've shoe seen. fell off. Like yeah, literally, and I thought he was like replacing oh. his shoe, like putting his shoe back up. No, no, he's no, just no. putting his ankle back in place. That That's was right, so just gross. Popping it back in, like oh, no big deal. Uh, oh. Like, oh, I'm, I'm still cringing just thinking about it. Yeah, it, it is impressive that it happened. I don't know. Like, yeah, I've like, seen literally. some basketball gruesome injuries. I mean, people roll their ankles and just. Oh, I've what never about anybody dislocate their the homeboy from the, the Celtics that did it the first game of the year, uh, Gordon Hayward. Hayward. That guy's oh. still recovering, and this still. dude just absolutely is like, you know what? I'm just going to roll it back in place. Yeah, Tell me golfers aren't tough guys. Yeah, exactly. Tell me this. <laughs> they say that golf is not a tough man sport. Watch. Yeah, dude just literally Possibly. dislocated his ankle, put it back in place, and continued to celebrate. That's right. Boom. And not only did he celebrate, he took an, he went later that day, got an x-ray, MRI, mm-hmm. nothing's torn. Wow. I don't think so. I don't think it's torn. Probably Definitely sprained, some stuff sprained, sprained wrong, really sure. Bad. But he, the doctor still cleared him to play today, and he is still playing as of this podcast. Do we have a score for him? Uh, I don't. Uh, anyways, that's, you know, I just figured if you might have had the offhand, like, how he was playing since he literally dislodged his entire ankle yesterday. You know, figure he might be. Savage. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a man right there. Yeah, so, and the funny thing is, I was, he's actually been pretty good. He's been in the top three. I, I want to say in the Honda Classic or the, uh, in the Honda Classic, he was in the top five, and I want to say... The Genesis with when Bubba won, mm-hmm. he was in contention as well, like top huh. five as well. So he's I, been. To be honest with you, I never heard of the guy. He so. has actually had like a really good like season so far. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to uh, see what he does, and I want to see what happens. With he would have been my. He would have been one of the dark horses of the tournament for me. I wouldn't have said had his ankle not fallen off and been yes, reattached. I. <laughs> I really don't think he'll play past Monday or past Thursday. Okay. I think he'll I mean, be done. Look, he, look, I don't it's think all... he'll make the cut. Because you got to walk that yeah. whole thing on yeah. that brace. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. But, if hey, he I give play, him mad props oh, yeah, for, for coming back out and, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm proud. I'm, I'm, he, uh, he definitely helped us out. Yeah, that was a no-brainer. 
Like, of course, because Ian could have got it, yeah. But, yeah, you dislodge your ankle completely, and it looks like you stepped out of your shoe, and then you put it right back in place and continue to celebrate. You demand. Yeah, you deserve a quacker award. Oh, yeah. So, congratulations, Tony. You have uh, been this week's quacker award winner. Oh, fantastic job, sir. Great, great job. Now, this week, since it is a short week, well, longer week than normal, we actually don't have any Ask a Quacker questions, so no today, none today, none Do this week. Do your job public. Start so, asking questions. Exactly. Hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think. Ask us a question. Ask us a comment, questions, concern, anything you want to talk about. Ask us, and we'll be more than happy to answer you. And you might even get to hear it here on the Quacker Golf Podcast. Well, that's it for us for today. Good luck to all our competitors and in the social media world. Just know that we're better than them. Yeah, that's right. Totally better. So you should be listening to us more. Absolutely. I mean, we're fun. We're excited. We're raw. Yeah. There's no scripts. No nothing like that. Exactly. We tried. It doesn't work. <laughs> but good luck to everybody else out there playing today. I think uh should Joe be a fun day. Oh, I didn't tell you my dark horse. Yeah. I've... Completely forgot. Real quick, my dark horse. I picked who I'm gonna pick to win. I'm gonna say, I'll say Spieth, Bubba Watson, and I really hate to say this, but Justin Thomas. <laughs> I, I really do. I don't want to, but I think Justin's actually really good. And my uh, my dark horse horse is Ian Woosman. Ian Woosman. Yes. Okay. He hasn't won. Since the 1991 Masters, and he won by one stroke. Is he like 90? 60. Okay. I mean, and that, that is my dark horse. If he makes what, the cut, yeah, I'm gonna if be he makes happy. the first round, if he makes it, like, if he can actually walk that. I am actually impressed, and I can't wait to see what happens. That's pretty solid, though. So that, that's, that. that's my dark horse. That is a very, very dark horse. Like, that's <laughs> like, that's like putting a horse out there with three legs and, you know, saying, hey, he might win. Hey, run the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> You got this. (laughs) All right, folks. It's been a good one. You guys have a great one. We'll catch you on the back end of the Masters. And talk about the winner. That's right. Until then, this is Casey. And Luke. And we are Quacker Golf. Quacker Golf.